Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast with your boy, Torres Finney, and my co-host, Tyler Layfield. What's up, Tyler? Nothing much, bro. Chilling, killing. You know, we're, it's, it's Halloween season, so I'm on my, my scary movie grind tonight. Uh, uh, by, by the time we're recording this, I'm, I'm going to see the new Halloween Kills uh, tonight. So ready to go see oh, some. Going well. I'm going tonight right after the Ooh, I am. Ooh, all right. Great minds thinking alike. I like it. Yeah. You know, I'm a big movie guy. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I'm big into movies. And uh, if anybody don't know, you know, I go and see all the the movies they say that are good. And I rate them on my Snapchat. So uh-huh. I'm going to see. I did like the last Halloween movie. Yeah, I man. did. Um, some people keep saying, like, how is Michael Myers still alive? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think he's a little bit more of a uh, guy that's now starting to transcend a little bit. He's got a little bit more power in his, in his peak now. But uh, I'm excited, man. I'm going to go see Halloween Kills tonight myself. But Yes, sir. Man, I'm excited uh, for what we got coming up in the sports league today. And we have our guest today, Jackson. What's up, Jackson? Nothing much. Instead of going to San Halloween, I'm going to be grinding away, getting ready for some tests next week and getting ready for NBA season. You know, <laughs> somebody's got to grind a little bit. There you, you know? go. You got Yeah, somebody, somebody's got to do it. That's, that's what they pay the big bucks for, man. <laughs> yeah, so y'all y'all were hitting on a blip, man. I'm, I'm ready to talk some NBA. We got the NBA coming up, um, you know, here very, very shortly. So, um, you know, we figured it best to, to go ahead, get at least, you know, we always do like a a preseason type deal. And, um, you know, we've been on our grind. We did a TNT fantasy football or fantasy basketball league better yet. Uh, what'd y'all think about that? Who, who was your favorite pick? I want to, I want to hear that from you guys. Who was your favorite pick Jackson from this draft? For me? Yeah. Um, let's see. Favorite. I know Zach at the end. I know we couldn't get him today. He's getting, I like getting some starters late, like, uh, Bogey Bogdanovich from the Hawks, getting some of those guys late. I, I kind of got some guys that are more established because I think some of it, like Cade Cunningham went very early in draft. And that yeah. kind of took me back a little bit just because I do think there is a downside to being the rookie and having to carry the role. And I'm, we'll get into to Detroit later. But uh-huh. I probably like getting a guy like him kind of late. If he can stay healthy all year, you know, he, he started to show last year he could he could really shoot it. For real, yeah. I saw saw him. Of course, you stuck with Luca Bradley and uh, De'Aaron Fox. So those are some three. We turned it into a keeper league, so I like that. Um, so yeah, man, that, that was good. And I like the Robert Williams pick at the very end. That was good. Oh, I'm big time Lord fan. Uh huh. Yes, yeah, so, Torres. What about you, man? Um, well, I'm glad I'm big time on the keeper, man. I'm gonna go more on my keepers. I mean, I'm glad I got a chance to keep Kevin Durant. I'm glad I still got Trey Young, both of those guys. I know Trey Young's a little injured right now. That's why I went after uh John Wall. Um hmm. and or I mean I tried to also get Chris Paul. Um hmm. but uh but the main thing was for me, and he is still out there, he is still open to be traded depending on the season. I, I, uh, I, saw. I said I got Russell Westbrook, he's he's look. He's he's options. If you give me some valid options, I can give you to uh give you him uh, myself. Um, but I need Westbrook as right now early in the season. There's a lot of injuries uh early on, so I'm gonna need him. That's one thing about fantasy, man. You 
uh, look for consistency. And last year, Russell Westbrook, out of all of them, besides when Kevin Durant was playing, you know, he had a few times he just didn't play in the games. But Westbrook was my most consistent player. Um, mm. I mean, and you can pick almost any game of day of the week, and he's dropping a triple double, and that's at least thirty points. Uh, that's one thing I could guarantee you on. I don't know how well he's going to do that on the Lakers because turnovers does play a factor. Um, uh, he had a few turnovers early in the season. I know it's just a preseason, um, but we're going to see how Westbrook uh, adapts to the Lakers system. It's going to be really interesting. But um, uh, for my fantasy purposes, I hope he adapts well. I hope he be a big time ball hogger. Uh, get all the assists, grabbing all the rebounds, trying to score all the points. Uh, that helped my team. But uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll uh, see. Uh, and I saw where you went with, like, the deepest sleeper I've ever probably seen in a fantasy basketball. <laughs> T- tell us a little bit about that. Who, what's this? I don't even know if I know how to pronounce this guy's name. I hadn't heard of him until you picked this guy. I swear to God, I had not heard well, of him. You pronounce his name because I can't pronounce it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I can't. I, from what I'm seeing, Eugene Omoruyi. Omori, I, I, that's the best I can come up with. Jackson, can you pronounce it? He probably no, never heard of it. I'm not, I don't even know okay, that well, one. Okay, well, <laughs> Eugene, Omo, whoever. Uh, Eugene has been playing some uh, really good basketball for the Mavericks in the uh, preseason. And a lot of people are thinking about bringing him onto the team. Uh, he, he will be brought on. From the way he's been playing, he will be brought on uh, to the Mavericks, uh, to the main roster. And they expected him to get some minutes in and uh, – they're thinking about trying to, you know, do some big things with him. I've seen a him play a little bit. He can pass really well. He can move up the court pretty well. Uh, I mean, he makes he makes a lot of play. He's a playmaker, man. But uh, uh, he's more of a little big man. But I'm excited to see what he does to adapt to the system of the Mavericks along with Luca. But um, I think he's going to be like a sleeper. I got him just in case he pops up out of nowhere. And mm. I have him right there in the side. <laughs> I love that. I, hear you. I love that. So taking um, taking advantage of. Yeah, the, the one guy that I was wanting to kind of go for, and y'all might kill me for it, but it, like in the sixth round, I was hoping that somehow Ben Simmons would would sneak back down to me with all the drama surrounding him. And then sure enough, right before I pick, Trey comes in. Trey Perkins comes in with the scoop and gets him. <laughs> and I was like, you know, dang. So I had to end I was up thinking the same thing. You were going to ask Alcy, you know, Seattle comes out a little bit with the injury and whatnot. And I was hoping – People would just kind of shy away from him, and then you know, because Siakam's a good fantasy player, yeah. Uh, yeah. usually. And if you could get him late and add to yourself, I was really hoping for those two. But of course, they go right before I want. Uh huh. Yeah, they, they that that one kind of sucks. So I ended up settling for Kimball Walker. But my favorite, I think, sleeper um, that I got on my squad um, was I don't know. I'm interested to see what you guys say about this. But ninth round, Spencer Dinwiddie. I was like, I was okay. very kind of happy to see him there, and I was like, this guy. Um, you know, after missing all last year, coming in pretty much, you know, he's coming into a starting role uh, as point guard for the Wizards, you know, with Bradley Bill. Bradley really wanted him there. Russell Westbrook no longer in town. So this dude is going to have to see some minutes. He's going to have to, um, you know, get some stats. It's just a, you know, it's going to it's going to happen. So to get him in the ninth round, I thought that was an absolute steal. That's that's one of my favorites. And then um, I'll just go into the trade I made. I told these two before the the uh, the podcast started before we started recording, but I traded Shy Gilgis Alexander and Mason Plumley for Cade Cunningham, uh, Isaiah Stewart, and Daniel Gafford. That's the trade I did. So if you if you want to crack on me, feel free to uh, jump in the DMs. You can tell me what you think about the trade, uh, you know, at any point if you're listening to this show and you got an opinion on that one. Tell me if you think I won or lost that one. I'm kind of – I don't know. My, my thinking was Cade Cunningham, the Thunder about traded – uh, Shagil, they they 
tempted apparently to trade SGA for uh, Cunningham with some picks along with it. So my thinking was if they value him that much, he's going to be something. So um, if yeah, you're on the team, I can see, I can see your point. I can see yeah. your point, but I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't see it right now. Okay. <laughs> I don't see hey, it right now. I'll, go, I'll, shoot, I'll shoot with it, man. I'm going I'm to roll with it, brother. I'm, I'm known for taking some chances. I'm going I'm to go for it for right now. He's the champ. I mean, he's the champ, y'all. So he's the champion right now. He's only the champion because all oh my guys were hurt. Uh-huh. But. Uh-huh. But he is take us on. Take us on from here, Torres. <laughs> well, speaking of guys, you know, not being able to play for their teams, uh, we can go straight to one that's a big storyline in all of the NBA right now. And that's Kyrie Irving currently. Uh Kyrie Irving um is a guy right now that is uh being, you know, being a little blasted, you know, by a lot of people in the media about uh, not being taking the vaccine and not doing what he needs to do to help his team win. Obviously, if you know anything about Brooklyn, they are they is in New York. And with being in New York, be able to go in any building, any do anything in anywhere, it looks like you mm-hmm. have to have a vaccine, you have to have proof. Uh, so, I mean, the question is, is will Kyrie Irving ever play for the Nets this season? So, the more I'm, I'm, the more I'm starting to look at it, man, I'm actually I don't know, man, because Kyrie is yeah. a guy that is he's going to go whatever he believes. Now, yes, there are a lot of things I don't agree with Kyrie on. I don't oh, agree man. with him on the earth is flat and <laughs> this and that. I mean, he's all over the place. There's a lot of things I don't agree with him on. But I do agree with him on a certain thing about rights. And I understand that, yes, the NBA is a business and you have to do to work your job. You have to do what they tell you to do for you to get paid and for you to do what you need to do at your job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like uh, him them forcing the vaccine on him for him to play. I feel like I, I do not like that. And um, the only reason why I'm going to compare this very similar to the UFC, um, there's a big time fight that's coming up in uh, November. Uh, Kamar Usman versus uh, Kobe Covington. And also on that card, you have mm-hmm. Michael Chick versus Justin Gaethje. And Justin Gaethje, uh, my, Michael Chandler, my father said he's not getting the vaccine. And they almost had to like, not have that fight and Dana was like okay well we're just going to move this UFC event to another place let's move it back to Vegas and the way that New York responded to that will give an exception so it makes me sit here and wonder mm-hmm. okay you give an exception for the, that that fight for those fighters but you won't give an exception for a player that plays for your city like Brooklyn a player that plays for uh, you, you know, your team that you would need when you want to at least give an exception. And plus, if Kyrie's endangering everybody else, I mean, there's a lot of other guys in the in the league right now that don't have the vaccine. They're just playing. I mean, but they're not suffering those type of repercussions. They understand mm-hmm. the repercussions behind it if they do get sick, but yeah. they're not suffering from the point of just not taking it from the beginning. So um, I, I do I do agree with Kyrie on, on, on his stance. Um, you know, I, every, I mean, you know, any political or scientific reason you want to take it or you don't want to take it, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying the reason why he don't have to take it and he should be able to still play, I'm on his side in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jackson, what do you got on this one? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I At first I thought at some point Kyrie was going to bite the bullet and, and just get vaccinated. But I, I'm really starting to – he seems pretty principled. And, you know, whether you agree with what the things he says, the things he believes in is irrelevant. It, he seems like a pretty principled guy. I, 
I really don't think he ever plays for the Nets again. And the thing is, I you know, I just I don't know what what goes on from there because if you try to trade him, I mean, his trade value is at an all time low. Like you're not getting a star player back from him at that point. You know, to me, it knocks Brooklyn from being a no doubt championship winning team to they can still win it, but they're not on their own tier anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the chances get harder. That's right. That's yeah. right. And, you know, now with all the injury, you know, the, the luxury of having three superstars is, well, one gets hurt, you still got two others. Well, with all those injury problems they had last year, you know, Kyrie was the most dependable one. You know, he played the most games out of all them. You know, if Harden were to get hurt again or if KD – and I hope, hopefully these guys don't get hurt, obviously, but if they were to suffer a big injury, you know, it just makes it that much harder. So, just the basketball aspect, I, th- I think that's the that's how I look at it. Mm, yeah, I – um and, and, you know, to go on the point that – Torres is making about them, like making an exception, UFC that is making an exception for, um, you know, that fight to happen. I know at one point it was being reported that they were going to let Kyrie practice if he stayed within the, like outside of the facility, um, you know, he, he had to still stick to the mandates, but within the facility, they were going to let him practice with the team, that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden it kind of shifted, um, and, you know, now he's, he is on blast, you know, for, for what he's doing. Like, um, you know, you got the people out there that are, coming after him. I saw a tweet and, you know, feel free to, you know, weigh in on it. But somebody said Ali would be proud. And it kind of does bring a little bit of um, that vibe to me. As y'all were probably, you know, obviously none of us were around, but y'all probably heard about, um, you know, when they were doing the draft, I think it was what for World War II and Ali stood against it. He got drafted. He said, I'm not doing it. You know, it was, it was like a thing where he believed it was a choice. You know, you shouldn't be forced to do anything Um, in a sense you know, to a lesser degree, you know, obviously this isn't like a wartime. This is, you know, something to do with, um, you know, a virus. But um, to a certain degree, you know, that's kind of what Kyrie's doing in a sense. And um, apparently his whole stance behind it, it's not anti-vax, but it's um, that he doesn't agree with like people losing their jobs because of it. From what I've read, you know, I've seen some stuff on the athletic, finally got on the athletic Jackson. So I'm seeing the stuff from Shams and them, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently he, um, you know, he, he just doesn't agree with people, you know, not having a choice in the matter. And, um, to me, to me, I kind of, I don't know myself, I kind of identify with that just cause I haven't, you know, gotten it yet either. I'll come out and say that I still haven't gotten it. And, um, no, I don't agree with people losing their jobs because of it. I think it's, um, that's, I don't know, man, it's just kind of a scary thing. Um, so that, that, that's my kind of, uh, take on it and everything. I mean, I, I think I kind of stick with, I side with Jackson here. Um, I don't think necessarily we'll see um, Kyrie this year. I think he's going to do his own thing. He's It's been long thought that he's kind of gotten what he's wanted to out of the NBA. You know, he's got him a ring. Um, you know, he's got the money. To him, this is just kind of cherry on top kind of stuff. Every year from after this is cherry on top. So um, he can afford to go without playing. Uh, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he does. Um, but I, I don't know. I think this could, like Jackson said, be the last we see of him uh, with the Nets, that is. Yeah, I saw a tweet talking about uh, he forgo, uh for how much was 190, how much money was it? 100, he did. It's like 100, 196 million. Yeah. 196 million, but to me, that, yeah. a lot of people saying like, oh, he just let go of generational wealth. I mean, yeah, uh, he probably did, but Kyrie got a lot of money, man. Come on, man. You know, won the titles, you know, he don't been to certain teams, you know, he left Cleveland, he got a big contract and uh in Boston at the time, you know, so he he has some money, you know, he he's not looking for a bigger country. He's not going to get a bigger contract anyway. So, uh, you know, he's on the backside of his career a little bit. So, mm-hmm. um, 
I just I just feel like uh, Kyrie to me. Uh, I would like to see him play for the Nets and that thing. And it, it looks like, you know, if you look at the entire uh, career of Kyrie, even when he was at Duke, always something came up that negated him from playing basketball, whether it was an injury or whether it was eligibility or whether it's, you know, not agreeing with something or I need to do something for my family, you know. And throughout his career, he will be remembered as a really great player, but he's one of those what-if guys that uh, you can also throw into the equation of a little bit of Derrick Rose. Yes, he's won. Yes, he's done a lot of good things. But Kyrie has had a lot of what-if moments. What if he would have done this, like had a regular NBA career? You know, obviously injury play a part, but, you know, just constantly playing games, you know. But the outside does affect the inside on the core action. So, um, and that's what is another thing is, uh, another off-the-court action that is affecting the uh, on-the-court um, activity. And man, I just you just feel it from Kyrie like oh Kyrie literally that's what I say Kyrie just can't get right and he literally he cannot <laughs> just can't get right man so no man I feel bad for him and also the Nets but we'll see how that does hurt their chances and does does knock them a little bit off from being you know uh, probably one of the favorites to win the title um, you know I just think that gives another edge a little bit for the for the Bucks you know they're right there you know the Bucks are right there. And uh, yeah. they only they only gained even more confidence after winning uh, the title. Um, if anybody remember, uh, very similar to the Warriors, uh, the Warriors, uh, even though they beat Cleveland without all their guys, it gave them that much more confidence when they just won the championship. And they came back the next year thinking they the big bad dolls of the of the world, and they proved off. I mean, Curry had a career year, and they went seven three and nine. I mean, you just you you gain confidence when you winning titles, and I feel like doing that in that. And that, then that, in the way, in the fashion that they did it as well, I think the Bucks are going to be one of those tough teams. You can easily make the case that the Bucks are not a favorite to win East. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I guess with that being said, I mean, you, while we're while we're on the East, I don't know, y'all want to talk about? Um, I don't know, y'all want to go like top four coming out of the East, each of us? You want to go with that? We can so, do that. Let's do that. Okay, okay. So um, I think I'll go with I'll go with we'll go number one. I mean, I, I guess we're kind of on it right now. May as well. Um, I guess right now I would I probably stick with the Bucks. I mean, they're like Torres just said, they're the the, the defending champs. Uh, to me, they got a little bit better um, this offseason myself. I, I think with, um, you know, they brought a lot of people back. Um, I do, and I've seen, I've seen this already, you know, in the preseason, uh, the addition of Grayson Allen is going to be pretty good. I think that's going to be a little bit underrated. Um, a sharpshooting presence coming in. Uh, they can stretch the floor a bit. I, I like that a lot, that aspect, um, you know, of the team. Obviously, you got Giannis, the, you know, perennial, you know, MVP kind of guy. You know, he's just a, an absolute beast. Um, they got George Hill back. So I like that, man. It's just looking like they're going to be pretty good. Um, only real, I guess, weakness I see on this team is uh, right now center behind Brooke Lopez. It's 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 not the best, but I mean, at, at the least, you could always throw Bobby Portis in as a small ball five, or you know, even Giannis in, in that because that's really what Giannis could honestly be—just a cheat code at the five. Uh, but that's who I've got at my number one. Uh, what do you think, Torres? Um, my number one, um, I am going to say, uh, because of the regular season that they play, the Bucks take a lot of uh, – they take real consideration into the regular season. They're not like a lot of these teams that are going to rest players. Um, they will play, and I feel like because of that, the Bucks will be the number one seed. Uh, you could still say the favorite could still be the Nets, but 
to get the number one seed is is different in the regular season. And look, who you think may come out the West? Uh, obviously, very similar to the West side. Uh, you know, the Lakers will probably be – they would like the number one seed, but do they really care for it? Probably not as much. Uh, they, as long as they can make the playoffs and have a pretty high seed, that's all they care for. So yeah. I feel like the Bucks are going to play their guys and they'll get the number one seed. The number two seed, I will go to Nets. I don't really see a lot of other teams still competing with them talent-wise. Uh, overall in the East, uh, there's not, I mean, you got a few here and there, but uh, right now I, I, I see the Nets two. Number three, I would see uh, the 76ers. I can see the 76ers oh. right there. Uh, Joel Embiid coming back, I mean, he was a dominant force last year. I don't think Ben Simmons, I think them finally letting go of Ben Simmons will be a help to them rather than a hurt. So uh, I think I, I think we're going to see some yeah. growth. In, and a four seed, um, come on, you, there's a, an obvious answer here. Look who we got on the show. <laughs> you gotta get. I know that's what I was about to say. Answer I carefully. Really, I, I yeah. really going for it. Uh, it. It's tough. Uh, you know, I'm between two teams, but I am going to give it to. I'm between a little bit of Miami and Atlanta, but I'm going to give it to the Hawks. Yeah, I'm going to give it to the Hawks. I say the Hawks can get the four seed. They really can. Uh, the Hawks looked really good last year. If we all saw, uh, made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Incredible season of what they had, and they're only going to build up on top of that, man. And I fear, and I'm telling you this, man. If the Hawks keep having these consistent seasons. They're going to get a. They're going to be able to bring in a one more key piece. They're going to start seeing the value of that. They're going to start seeing the value of that within Atlanta. I feel like give it, Jackson, give it two to three years, and you're going to see one big piece start gravitating towards Atlanta. What, you're going to have a big star. They're going to be like, I want to go to Atlanta Hawks. Give it Speak two to three it into years. existence. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> there, you go, there you go. So, Jackson, what about you? Your top four. So, I mean, we're going to have a clean sweep at number one. Like, it, it to me, it was going to be no doubt Brooklyn. Yeah. But with all that going on, like, I still think they could grab it, but I'm going with Milwaukee, too. Like, to me, I mean, I think they could be even better because now they have the monkey off the back. You know, they they finally cashed in. They're the small-town team. Um, they won the title. And, you know, I think I would still pick Kevin Durant, but I think Giannis makes a case for best player in the world. I mean, he did put up, what, 50 and 15 in the yeah. finals and yeah. hit 17 yeah. free throws. I mean, just uh, – it was, it was just incredible. And – He's going to be around for a long time. He's going to be in Milwaukee for a long time. I don't even think that roster-wise there is a weakness, I guess, like you said, maybe backup center. But they, they, they're flexible with Portis and Giannis. To me, it's just, you know, winning two titles in a row is really hard. Like, it's mm-hmm. really hard. So, that's really where I'm at on them. Two, I've got the Nets at two. I mean, they have the best player in the world in Kevin Durant. Yeah. They have the yeah. one of the top five or, you know, top ten at least players in the world and James Harden. And I really like what they added depth-wise. This they, they went Patty hand- Mills, I mean, you know, Paul Millsap's old now, but I, I really think a bench role really I, – I mean, he gave Denver good minutes last year. I'm a Nick Claxton truther. I think he can be a, a solid player as well. James Johnson brings a veteran presence there. And, you know, Bruce Brown really stepped in and did, did a lot for them last oh, year. Yeah. Yes, um, I'm kind of skeptical on the Marcus Aldridge. I, I don't know what to think about that. So, I, I don't know how many minutes he's going to play anyway. But mm-hmm. third, and, like, I'm trying not to value any homerism here, but I do have the Hawks third. I think at the end of the day, I just think they're deeper than those. Because, like, I think Milwaukee and Brooklyn are on their own tier. And then I think you're going to break into a, a set of four teams, which we'll get into here. And mm-hmm. I just think the Hawks are deeper than the rest of them because, you know, they made that run. DeAndre Hunter, who was their second-best player for – 
first half of the season, he didn't play at all except in that series against the Knicks. And even then, he was kind of – he still wasn't 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, the only time we saw Cam Reddish in the playoffs, he was dropping 21 points and hitting like six three-pointers against Milwaukee. So, you know, I think Kevin Herter is going to be contender for – I won't give – you know, if we do any picks. But, um, you know – yeah, we'll, we'll do some picks for for accolades. We can do that. Yeah. 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 So I don't. I don't, don't want to give that one away yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I just. I, I think getting Delon Wright as the backup point guard's a really underrated move because you know when Lou Williams would come in. I mean, like, I love him, but Trey and Lou Williams backcourt might be the worst defensive pairing in NBA yes. history. Like, I mean, it's just which is why I was surprised they had they were able to come back against Philadelphia like they were, but. I mean, we've we've talked about that, but uh-huh. I, I just I, I think they're a really deep team. And then I I think Trey took the leap. I mean, what he did in the playoffs, you know, even if I wasn't a Hawk fan, I mean, it, it was incredible. Um, I think John Collins is back, and he's improving, and he he's grown into the role. Like he knows he's not going to get a ton of touches, even though I wish they would feed him more in the post. But so for four, I'm going to go with a team that y'all have not mentioned yet, and a team I think I'm a little higher on than most, and that's the Celtics. Okay, and I think it's kind of the same as the Hawks. I just I think they're they're pretty deep. Um, I think, you know, we like to clown on Dennis Schroeder for turning down all that money, but I think getting him on that cheap deal as a backup point guard, I, I think that's pretty good, even though I think largely he was not very good last year. He I stuck. Mean, I'm not, I'm not going to let him get off that easy. <laughs> he stuck. <laughs> he wasn't just gonna, not that He's going to be a new man this season. Um, Trash. And, I, and I, I like some of their younger guys. Like, I'm a big Robert Williams fan. I think he is – I think he's one of the most important players in the NBA this year because if he hits his ceiling and keeps getting better, I mean, I think the Celtics, I mean, could be a real threat here. I mean, I think I, – I'm really high on Jason Tatum. I think he's a superstar. I think Jalen Brown, you know, he made his first All-Star game last year. If he can stay healthy, Marcus Smart provides that toughness and that edge and brings defense. Um, I think Al Horford will be a – good pickup for them i think some I think people so assume he's going to start and play a lot of minutes and like really help him out I, I don't know about that necessarily but i i'm really higher on the celtics than most so that'd be my top four okay yeah i, I said my top one um i'll go through my two through four real quick uh the two it's a clean sweep like you said um the nets that's i like the depth like you kind of hit on earlier i like the depth that they got um patty mills is going to be a really underrated move you talk about that i think that is especially now with the Kyrie news uh, you're talking about a guy that, you know, uh, when we were watching the the Olympics, uh, this guy looked like an absolute beast, you know, in the Olympics for the Australian team. So um, if he can bring some of that to this team and be the role player that we know he can be, I, you know, he's got championships um, already. He can add that aspect to the team. Um, I like that a lot. And then I like – I like, you know, Joe Harris coming off of, um, you know, a, a down second half of the year. I think he can kind of bounce back. I like the rookies that they picked up, De'Ron Sharp and uh, was it Cam Thomas? Cam Thomas, yeah. Yes, Cam, Cam, Thomas. Cam Thomas is going to play a piece in this too now. Um, you know, with Kyrie being out, Duke can come in. If they let him do that role where he just comes in and shoots and scores, he will go crazy with that. Um, it's just – I have no doubt about it. Um, and then, you know, like you said, there is a kind of question there about LaMarcus, uh, the big man position. You know, they do have Blake Blake Griffin who showed off, Paul Millsap, you know, who's good. Um, you know, they 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 look solid. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I like that team a lot. Obviously, when you have Kevin Durant, it's, it's a big thing. Uh, mine is going to actually look pretty similar to yours, Jackson, except I'm going to switch one thing out. Uh, I'm going to go – 
you know, I got to ride with these guys a little bit. I got to go with the Miami Heat um, at the third. I still like what what they got there. I think they got a heck of a lot better um, in this yeah. season with the the moves that they made. I mean, you take now, you got Kyle Lowry, a good veteran presence who has, has really made a leap these past few years, um, you know, since he's won the championship and everything. Um, you still got Duncan, Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, two young, um, you know, sharpshooters. Uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, P.J. Tucker now brings that toughness coming off of a championship. Markeith Morris, another uh, – you know, it's like you got two just dogs at power forward, bro, uh, that, that'll, that'll get in your face. And then uh, I like Bam Adebayo, of course, with uh, Dwayne Demons. I think they got a real solid team, and um, they're really going to embrace that culture down there, that heat culture, uh, this, the toughness, the attitude. I think they're going to have a lot of um, personality, this team. Um, and they're going to be a fun one to watch. And then I'll take the hometown Hawks. I, I like what I'm seeing from them. Um, like, you, you know, you got stated. And I'll even hit on the rookies a little bit. You know, we talk about the two to three years from now. Who's to say that one of these rookies can't end up making that jump to where they could be that guy, you know, that we could see um, coming up in the ranks. Jalen Johnson looks like an absolute steal where they got him, and so does uh, Sharif Cooper, man. Uh, I hit on this after the draft. I think those were steals where they got him. I think they could develop into something. And with the way Atlanta's been doing with these young guys they've been drafting and really, you know, like I'm saying, developing them, um, they could be the next guys up to, to really make a difference uh, for this team. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Hawks there at four. I, I like those four coming out of the East. Yeah, I'm going to ask you something. So, there has been talks about Ben Simmons uh, potentially going back to the 76ers. Yeah. Uh, an opportunity to play again with his teammates. But that's going to give him a different vibe. Because if anybody remember uh, how his teammates was talking on him a little bit. Uh, and his coach. And his coach. Yeah. Yes, and the coach. So that's going to be uh, really interesting. Um, but um, I, I do see a lot of good things out of Miami. Uh, I'm going to throw one out here as well. What do y'all think about the Knicks? Uh, do you see the Knicks having this, a little bit of the same success they had last year? They're, 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 they're heading for the play-in. I, now I'll say this. I, they overachieved last year, but I actually in some ways think they got a little bit better because now defensively they had some trade-offs like, a lot of it to me is dependent on how healthy Kimba stays. Like if he can stay healthy and everything, like I think they could be up there. Evan Fournier is fine. I think he's defensively just bad. But mm -hmm. And I think Julius Randle, I do think to an extent got exposed in the playoffs. I mean, he was just a total non-factor. But they're kind of a deep team too. I yeah. mean, you know, Mitchell Robinson's going to come back. I think he's got potential. Nerlens Noel's a good backup center. Uh, Derek Rose, you know, Emmanuel is a guy to keep keep a watch on. I think they're good, but I just, after Brooklyn, Milwaukee, like I think the Hawks, Celtics, Sixers, and Heat are kind of in their own tier as well, just as I think they're above the Knicks, but I think they're going to be in that seven to eight range. And I was going to touch – I'm lower on the heat than I think just about anybody is because their bench scares me to death. Like, if they suffer any injuries during the season, I mean, Tyler Hero's probably um, – is their sixth man. And, like, I like the clown on him, but he, I think he'll be a good sixth man. He's a good sixth man, yeah. Yeah. But – and Dwayne Dedman's not a bad backup center. Man, it's after that, like, Max Struess is going to be back. Struess, you got the KZ Akpala guy that ain't too bad. Uh, they had one kid that showed out in the summer league. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. The uh, the center that they got, um, I can't remember his name. I'll have to see if I can look that up. But he looked pretty good. That, that That's the kind of stuff that worries me. And they're, they're a little bit older, too. Like, Lowry, Lowry's, like, what, 35? P.J. Tucker's not a young bird. Oh, no they're, they're so old. That's for sure. And they the P.J. Tucker is, you know, he brings the – kind of the edge and stuff like 
he went three straight games in the NBA Finals without scoring. Yeah. So that there, I'm a little more hesitant. I think they'll they were going to be a pain to play in the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're going to bring the intensity. Like they're they're going to be tough to play. I, there's I don't think a not crazy scenario where they fall to the play and if they have injuries. It could happen. And I was going to say you got to bring in too, um, and I know it could be nothing. You know, this could turn out to be zero zilch, nothing. Um, Oladipo, you, you got to factor in him. They still have him on the bench. He could come back midseason. Give yeah, them a and I agree. To me, if they really want to hit their ceiling, he needs to come back and have – it's just do you trust that? I, I, I can't. I can't put all my trust in that. I, that's why I don't trust it. Like I they're can. saying, at earliest he's going to be back at Christmas time or the New Year. I will never count out Pat Riley though. I will never count out him to not make a no, move when he needs to. I, I, I trust that he will make moves should he need to in order to get this team to where it needs to go. So, um, so yeah. So that that's the East. Um, any other teams y'all want to hit on from that side of the the uh, the league? Yeah, uh, I was. I was. Y'all, y'all are going to call me crazy right here. Um, so, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think a sneaky team that could be in the play-in, the Cavs. Like, uh, yeah, just just hear me out here. Like, say, I, I think I'll Darius Garland – Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Darius Garland can make a second-year leap. I'm a big Jared Allen fan, and Evan Mobley I think is really talented. If Isaac Okoro can improve offensively and, you know, maybe you get something out of Kevin Love, I don't know – I. I just think they they could be on that nine ten line right there. They, I mean, you could be. That, that's right. what I'm talking about. You, you could, could be. be right, but you're depending on Tyler's favorite player, like you say, Kevin Love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just was looking at him the other day when I was kind of getting ready for this, just getting ready for my NBA stuff, and I was like, I kind of like this team. Like, I don't love it, but I, I kind of like it. And I was also wanting to get y'all's thoughts on the Bulls because that's a team that I think oh, okay. a lot of people seem to be yeah. talking about. Yeah, the Bulls I, I, do I, I, have I, I, a, a big time. They do have a good, great opportunity this year. I can see them potentially making it to the play-in. Uh, they have a lot of players that are coming back. You know, they were really solid defensively a little bit as well last year. Um, dang it, I cannot think of his name right now. They, they they picked uh-huh. up Lonzo. They still have Kobe White. Yes, they picked up Lonzo. Yes, uh-huh. that's the one. They picked up Lonzo Ball. So I think that's a good addition to them. And DeRozan. Uh, DeRozan. Lonzo looking. And yeah, terrible. yeah, that's right. So I think uh, they're going to be looking a little bit better. Uh, and Lonzo look like he's shooting a little bit better. I've been t- taking a little stuff on his mm-hmm. uh, Instagram, yeah. little Twitter stuff. He's shooting a little bit better. He's a little, little flick. And yeah, he's yeah. in the game, he's flicking a little bit more. So I didn't see those boys looking much better. Um, I will actually – actually would take you on that. A, a sleeper team would be my – mine would be the Bulls. I like that. Okay, sleeper yeah. team would be the Bulls. And then we can't, can't the forget that they also picked up they also picked up the goat Alex Caruso. They also picked yeah, exactly. him. <laughs> you can't, you can't My biggest that. worry for them is I think defensively they're going to be dreadful. Like they're going to be really bad. Um, Levine, Lonzo I mean, like and Caruso were pretty good defenders, but Vooch is bad. Vooch ain't good. Vooch ain't good. Uh, not not a defense. not good anymore. And then like we all know how bad Levine is defensively. So. Levine picked it up in Olympics though. Levine actually acts like he knows how to play defense in the Olympics. So if he can play anything, oh, I'll like have that, to, I'm gonna have to see that over. Uh huh. Yeah, he did. He did. And then you got Patrick Williams. You know Patrick Williams, the rookie from last year. He's he can play some defense. So they're, they're um, another team to me that just doesn't have depth outside of Caruso and Kobe White. Like their bench is just kind of disgusting. I, I and I, I do want to talk about your Cavs pick there. I, I like the Darius Garland. Um, they still got Colin Sexton. I like that. Okoro, 
Okoro, but where does you, you named a bunch of bigs? Uh, they got Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Kevin Love, Laurie Markinen. I don't I, that one kind of took me off guard when they got him. I thought that was kind of wild, unless they play him as like a a three, like a big old three, um, you know, out there. So that that would be wild. They still got Taco Fall too. Not that they're going to use him, but that's, I just think that's, that's the most important offseason acquisition. Taco Fall. My gosh. Yeah, I like uh, I like those teams y'all named. Um, I guess if I had to throw a sleeper out there, let me see here. Um, I don't even know if they're much of a sleeper anymore, but um, the Charlotte Hornets, I like the talent that they got there. I think that they can do something. Obviously, we saw them pushing for playoffs this last year, but uh, a, a team to keep an eye on. They got a little bit bouncier um, through this draft, um, a little bit more explosive. So I think they could be a team to keep an eye on um, this year. So let's see here. So we could take a quick break, and then when we come back, let's hit on the West and then get into those accolades that uh, the Jackson was re- referencing. And welcome back as we're here, as we're getting ready to finish up on the rest of the NBA preview. Uh, now we're about to go to the Western side of the conference. So now we're about to pick our top four teams that we feel like are going to be you know, the staple of the Western Conference. And now, I mean, hey, one team has gotten exponentially better, I feel like. Uh, there's been some big-time uh, pieces going towards that team, and you would think the Lakers uh, should be that team. And uh, They look really good, man. Uh, they do. They look really good uh, from start to finish, man. But, you know, we remember last year, uh, there was that guy, that seven seed. And I don't know how well Westbrook is going to uh, – be with LeBron and Anthony Davis. I really don't. Um, mm-hmm. We can speak on it all we want about how LeBron does this, this, and this with certain players. But there are certain players that you just can't make work. Um, I'm not saying Russell, Russell Westbrook isn't a great NBA player. He's an all-time great. Uh, to me, he's one of those top 50 NBA players of all time. Yeah, uh, He's in that type of category. He's an incredible player. But when it comes to the team chemistry, there's a lot of guys I'd rather have him over him than uh, than Russell Westbrook. And I think Russell Westbrook right now, uh, I need understand it's the preseason, and the statement he even made, he's like, "Meg, I can have, I can do many turnovers I want. It's only the preseason; they don't count." Well, you use the preseason to fix that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he will fix it. He will. Uh, but I, I feel like he's gonna he's gonna throw a wrench in some of the plans for the Lakers, man. So. Um, I would have I, I would have them one, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go repeat. I'm gonna go repeat. I'm gonna go back to the number one seed that was last year, Utah Jazz. I feel oh, like they can God. do that again. I'm gonna do. I feel like they can do that again. They have a lot of good pieces that they brought back. They look really clean. Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. I mean, their chemistry together, the chemistry along with that team. Utah looks really good, and they're that type of team that's going to value a lot of the regular season. Very similar to them, very similar to the Nuggets. I mean, we're talking about the top four teams we feel like are going to be in the top seat, and I feel like Utah, Denver, yeah. those teams are going to be up there. Now, do I feel like those teams are going to win the title? No, I do not. I do not. Um, because the teams that I feel like are going to win the title probably going to be like the Lakers are going to probably be a third or fourth seed. I feel like the Clippers are going to be right there on the cusp. Is going to be mm-hmm. probably like the fourth or fifth seed. Um, so they're not going to be the teams that you feel like they're going to win the title are not going to be the teams at the top of the uh, division. So I got Utah one. I'm going to go with L.A. second. Uh, third, I'm going to go with Denver. 
I'm going to go with Denver third, uh, Jamal Murray. I know Jamal Murray's a little injured right now. I also got him on my fantasy. Uh, so he's not going to be playing in some of the early games, but he is going to come back. I feel like Jokic, man, probably you can make a case he is the best center in basketball, man. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, he's going to have that team on fire. Uh, they got a lot of other good pieces as well, a really good bench as well. I like Denver a lot. Um, and I'm going to go with that four seed. That four seed, man, is uh, – man, it's tough. It's tough. I would have went with my math, but we we uh we got some things to work on. Uh, I don't like our defense still. Uh, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Clippers. Give me the Clippers to be the fourth seed, man. I still like the Clippers. I still see something. I know you do. I still believe. I still believe. I know you. When did. both teams are healthy, the Clippers are still right there <laughs> in their channel business. I do believe that, and we saw and we saw that oh last year when the Clippers got all the way to the Western Conference Finals without Kawhi Leonard. And I am once again, I'm on the podcast to say, even though you can't think in hypothetical, but if Kawhi Leonard was healthy, they would have won the title. I have seen no if ands or buts about. They would have beaten the Suns, and I feel like they would have beaten the Bucks. They had the team defensively. Paul George was playing out of his mind. Kawhi Leonard would, would have been there. He would have been the closer for that team. Give, I'm telling you, man, the Clippers are a really good team. They just deal with un, you know, unfortunate circumstances. So give me the Clippers at the fourth seed. Yeah. And, yeah Tori, you know, I understand. The, the, Lakers, the Lakers are the favorites to go to the West. Uh, yes, yeah. they are. But let me watch it. Let, let's let, let the season go back. We'll 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 come back mid season preview. We'll do a mid season preview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we'll so see. you had you had Utah. Who was your two? Lakers. Okay, Utah, Lakers, Denver, and then uh, Clippers. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And you were reminding me just then of uh, the the Bernie Sanders uh, meme. I'm once again coming to you <laughs> to, to tell you <laughs> that the Clippers are better than the Lakers. You know, you had that kind of thing going on. I, I had to say I mean, that. Technically, they were. Uh, technically, I mean, technically, hey. yeah, technically, you're right. So, yeah, I got, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you, Jackson. Who you got coming out, man? We're going to be in complete agreement with number one, wow. two. I got the Jazz as number one, two. I, you know, look, it, I don't say that confidently because like the Jazz tend to burn people all the time. Like, but I really do think if Mike Conley doesn't get hurt in that series against the Clippers, I do think that they close that one out, even though that, I mean, the way that they lost to the Clippers was embarrassing. I mean, being up by that many points, I mean, it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was on their home floor and just blowing that game. Um, But I do, I I do like some of the adjustments they made this year. You know, I I think an underrated, another underrated pickup this offseason was Rudy Gay. Um, I think he, I think he can play the five in, in, in small ball lineups. And I think that was what killed them is that their whole defense is based around Gobert. Yeah. And when he has to go guard the perimeter and their perimeter is just exposed, I, I think having Rudy Gay in there can help that. Um, I think Eric Pascal is not a bad pickup either. Um, and then Jared Butler from uh, Baylor as well. So oh, yeah. I, I'm pretty high on the Jazz. Um, I'm sure that won't come back to bite me whatsoever. But then the, the Lakers, I the Western Conference is like really interesting to me because it's being defined by injuries because like – Last year, before Jamal Murray got hurt, I was all in on Denver to win the title. I, I was ready to pick them to win the title if the Nets couldn't stay healthy and the Nets couldn't, but that hurt. And then because they were playing really well, and then Kawhi getting hurt, I don't know that you're going to see either one of them. Like, I mean, I know, and even if they come back late in the year, you don't know what you're getting exactly. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's 
I'll say the same thing about Clay Thompson. So the West is kind of interesting to me and kind of by default, I guess everybody's going with the Lakers, but this, this to me is a very weird team. Like, I mean, there's never been a team in NBA history, add 11 new players and then go to the title. And like, you know, they're injured. I mean, cause you're going to have Russ, LeBron, AD, and then like, I get you're going to mix and match. Like, you know, I was Wayne Ellington and Trevor Ariza. Or, I mean, I don't know what direction they're going to go in with that. I'd, I don't know. I I think they'll be good. Like you know, never can I. If LeBron and AD are healthy, like they'll, they'll be good. But I I don't know. I think that's a very oddly put together team, and I think they could run into some troubles. Third, I, I'm I'm surprised nobody's mentioned me yet. I'm gonna go Phoenix. Like I think they're they're the prime uh, guys. You know, I I think some of their luck last year was due to injury luck. You know, they were the healthiest. They're one of the healthiest teams I've ever seen. They're the healthiest team. Yeah, you know, I know Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul, you know, got dinged up a little bit in that Lakers series and whatnot, but, like, they didn't deal with injury all year. You know, first round, like, I think they were well on their way to losing that series if AD doesn't – I mean, they were down 2-1 and losing. They were. Game four is, is before AD got down. Jamal Murray's not playing for the Nuggets. Kawhi didn't play for the Clippers. Like, that. that's pretty lucky. But I actually think they're kind of getting underrated this year. You know, they bring their whole team back. You know, I think Landry Shamit and um, JaVale McGee are good bench additions yes. for them. Yeah. If you get if you get good growth from young guys, you know, like as good as he already is, like Devin Booker's still young. Like he can yeah, still yeah. get better. I yeah. think if Aiton and Bridges take a leap and Chris Paul doesn't show the inevitable signs of getting older, like I, I it would not shock me at all if Phoenix goes back to the finals. And then fourth, and I, I guess I gotta carry the water for his team. I'm gonna go with Dallas. Like I, I actually I'm a lot higher on them. This year, wow. I think a lot of it. I think a lot of it, and you know, I was down on them last year, but a lot of it to me is the injuries to the other teams. The biggest wild card to me in all this is Jason Kidd. I was not a fan of the hire. I oh. thought he was a terrible coach of Brooklyn and Milwaukee. If he shows any sort of growth there, like I, I don't think it's the craziest idea with the Lakers being all those new players. You know, the Jazz are not trustworthy at all. Like, I mean, they have a top five player in the world. Like, I don't think it's the craziest idea that Dallas makes a run. Like, and, you know, they – we talked how good the Clippers have been the past couple of years. They could have beat them. I mean, they they took them to six games and seven games. Like, I, I really like what Dallas did this offseason, and uh, I, they're my fourth team right now. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that one, that one kind of took me off guard. Um, man, I, so for, for the sake, and we're going to hold it down for Zach – uh, since he's not with us, I'll go with Utah as well for the one. And and one guy that you didn't mention, or I think you may you may have mentioned him, uh, better yet. But you you know you mentioned Rudy Gay uh, being able to play the small ball uh, five. But even if they wanted to carry um, a, another big five in there to kind of shoulder the load um, while Gobert either like rest or you know gets injured or something like that, Hassan Whiteside coming in, I thought that was kind of an underrated uh, pickup as well. Hassan Whiteside coming in, I think he can kind of carry that same. Uh, defensive presence. Um, and then Eric Pascal too. Eric Pascal yeah. could be a good, uh, like four, small ball five. Um, and you mentioned him too, uh, Jared Butler. I like him. So they, um, they're a good team. We always know that they're going to bring it regular season, man. They're going to rack up those wins. They're going to have a good winning percentage. And then, you know, God only knows what's going to happen in the playoffs, but we know for, for a fact they're going to do good in the regular season. So um, they're a pretty safe bet to be top four, I feel like. Um, you know, one of the safer ones. Um, at that. So next up, um, and, and who were your four again? You said four was was Dallas. You had one um, 
Got, got right, Utah, the Lakers, Phoenix, and Dallas. Phoenix, and Dallas. So I'll I'll switch it up on this one too. I'll go the uh, I'll go the Warriors having a bounce back year. I'll, I'll, I'll go yeah, I'll go with them having a bounce back year. Curry coming back, playing like his normal self. Uh, you're gonna get Clay back. Um, God only knows when, but you'll get him back. Uh, Jordan Poole, he made to me. He made some strides last year, uh, coming off the bench, being a good shooter, uh, being a heat check guy. Iguodala coming back to be that veteran presence that they like in the locker room. Uh, they got two great picks in the first round, Kaminga and Moody. Avery Bradley coming into the mix, too, who I think is a very underrated guy. I loved him a lot when he was with the Lakers two years ago, um, and they kind of missed him in the postseason. I uh, know he didn't do that well for them uh, for the Heat last year, but um, he's under he's underrated. Uh, Wiggins and Otto Porter. Otto Porter getting signed to the deal that he got signed to is absolute just highway robbery. Uh, having a guy like him out on that cheap of a deal coming off the bench, that's ridiculous. Draymond and Juan Toscano-Anderson are great fours. Um, and then the five, I mean, you can make some arguments here. Kevon Looney's okay. Will we see a leap from Wiseman? Will we see that from him this year? That That's that's a big question mark. And then um, Bielitsa, Nemanja Bielitsa, that'll be um, a guy to keep an eye on for like small ball five. So I like, I like them coming in too. Number three, I'll go with the Lakers. Um, y'all know I got to hold it down. I got the jersey on, bro. I got to gotta hold it down for my squad. Oh, no. uh, you know, got gots to, gots to do it, gots to see it through. And I know what we said. We, you know, y'all are saying that yeah, it is a weirdly construct, uh, constructed group we have here. But anytime you can bring in a superstar like Russell Westbrook, you can't really say no to it. It's like, would Buddy Hill have been a better fit? I mean, I guess, sure, you know, being a, being a floor stretcher. But what is the ceiling compared to what's the ceiling with Westbrook? To me, Westbrook has puts the ceiling to a whole nother level, in my opinion. Um, you can't turn down superstars like that, even if the fit is a question. I feel like it's got to be at least a shot on this. So um, I'm with them. I'm down to do that. It was a questionable thing at first, but I'll go with it. I, I loved bringing in uh, Kendrick Nunn, who now, right now it's funny. Uh, everybody was cracking on how old the Lakers were. All the young guys have gotten hurt so far this preseason. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, I like his presence a lot. Rondo, love bringing him back on a veteran minimum. Wayne Ellington, Malik Monk, who's also hurt right now. Taylor Horton Tucker, who's also hurt right now. But these guys right here, I think they can be real, uh, real good for the for the Lakers. And then you got Austin Reeves, the white boy from Oklahoma, coming in and bringing the threes, man. I, I think he can actually be something, hopefully. Uh, Baysmore looks good. Of course, you know, LeBron and Carmelo, it's going to be good right there. Trevor Reason, whenever he gets back. And then I like the big three at the big, uh, at the big man spot, Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, and DeAndre Jordan. I think there's a three solid big guys. So, um, love, love what they got there. I think they're going to be able to rest some guys and still win games. So that's going to be good. And then with the fourth, um, I'm not going to go with the Mavericks. I just don't believe them like that. I don't believe in the Clippers like that right now. Um, to me, it's down between the Suns and the Nuggets, and I think I'm going to go with the Suns. Um, like Jackson said, I, I think the biggest pickup for them is going to be JaVale McGee. Uh, we saw the weakness, and that, it's weird saying it, but we saw the weakness was their depth at the big man position. You know, behind eight, and it was like literally absolutely no one. They had – they had well, it, was the, it was the Jalen Johnson or whatever. Jalen uh, – what's his name? Is it Jalen Johnson? I think uh, uh, yeah. or Jalen Smith, Jalen Smith. Yeah. He, the rookie that they had from Maryland, Jalen Smith, he was healthy as could be. They just could not trust him to go out there on the floor. Like they, you know, that he's, he was not good if they're not putting him out there like that. We got a lot of Frank Kaminsky minutes. <laughs> yeah, we did. When Frank Kaminsky starting over you, that means something ain't quite right. Jalen Smith, uh, not, not trying to crack on you too much, but 
Uh, something ain't quite right there. Uh, but they obviously have good depth. You talked about them being healthy. I think that that's a, um, attributed to the depth that they have. Uh, they brought back all their their point guards. They added uh, Elfer Payton to the mix. Like you said, Shamit coming in is good. Um, and then another, you know, another year under the belt for, you know, Cam Johnson, DeAndre Ayton, these young guys, Devin Booker. It's just an, it's going to add to their experience. You know, they have that that whole, you know, playoff run to kind of ride on now where they can, you know, continue to add to their tools, add to their skill sets. They've been there now. They've done that, and they can get better moving forward. So I think they're a good team to bet on as well, being in the top four. So that that's mine. Man, it's going to be really solid, and I'm excited to see how this entire West the Eastern Conference is going to play out. There's a lot of good teams. There's a lot of good matchup. What's the Christmas games this year? Isn't it the Nets and Lakers? Hawks, uh, Knicks. Yeah. Hawks, Knicks. Oh, Ooh, yes. That's, that's uh, the 3 o'clock game, game, isn't it? That's the 3 o'clock no, game. they got that on the noon game. Got to get the seats out of the way early. That's good. See, that's I'm, good. Looking, I'm looking them up right now. Uh, Hawks, oh. Knicks is the noon. Celtics, Bucks is 2.30. Uh, Warriors, Suns is 5 o'clock. Let me see here. I'm trying to think and see the last Warriors one. Warriors Suns. That's not a that's not a that's not a bad one. That's gonna be interesting. Uh-uh. And then uh let's see here. Nets Lakers and then Mavericks Jazz. So uh a freaking uh, star studded slate right there. That's gonna be a really fun yeah. Christmas, honestly. I'm surprised I didn't stick Philadelphia on that now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, they I'm used glad, the word. You kind of glad they see they like did. a uh Philly and Bucks game. You know, yeah, or Philly Boston. and Boston, I feel like it played in. Oh, Philly and Boston, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't understand why Boston playing. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I know, I know they were big time market team, but I wouldn't. Ain't nobody. I would care to watch in Christmas. You know, <laughs> you don't want to watch Jason Tatum. I mean, he's good. He was good. <laughs> uh yeah. So y'all want to jump into the player player awards uh, for this coming up year? Make your prediction. Let's yeah, it. let's do that. All right, MVP Torres. Who you got? MVP, man, with a lot of things going on currently with uh, Kevin Durant, you know, not having Kyrie. Uh, Kevin Durant is very is skeptical on me on if he plays throughout the season. So I am going to make a jump for a guy to me that I think is starting to hit his peak. I already He is already in his prime. And right now he is on the cusp of trying to become an all-time great. Uh, he's pinned his name amongst the LeBron James and the Kevin Durant. So I'm going with Giannis Antetokounmpo. He wins another MVP. Uh, I feel like this man right now, if anybody been watching his preseason, this man has a jump shot now. He's been really working on it, and he's been looking good, and, and it's clean. You might can smile all you want. <laughs> it's right. looking a little clean. That'd be wild if he did. It, should, it, it would be it's, crazy. It's looking clean. Like, if he gets a jump shot, it's, it's over. I, I don't. Dude, <laughs> It'd be a video game at that point. I mean, he's a creative player. Like, yeah, yes, really. Yes. So I really. feel like Giannis, if he can get this team to the number one seed, uh, have a thirty and uh, heck, he could have won MVP last year. Being he could, really you can make number. the case. You can make. He could have won it last year, but you know, you know how that goes. But I mean, if he has a 29, 13 and you know eight type year or seven, because he had like what well, he was averaging six assists last year. Six or seven assists. I mean, he does really well. His finals numbers were incredible. Uh, I can see Giannis win MVP. So, I'm going to go with Giannis. Giannis is my pick. Okay. Jackson, what about you? So, I mean, I'm going with my pick from last year. I mean, this kind of coincides with my surprise pick of Dallas at four. I'm going Luka. I mean, I, I think he's just going to keep getting better, and I think he's going to have the mantle of if you take this guy off this team, where are they? And they're probably a lottery team. 
I mean, in all seriousness, like he he's just incredible. Like you know, I kind this is coming from a Hawks fan. It's you know, he's just good at everything. I think Dallas is going to have a surprise season. I know he's. I, I'm sure he's among the favorites. Like I know KD's the odds on favor, and that's kind of odd to he's me. He's actually the favorite. Yeah, that and that that's a little odd to me. Like I think Durant's the best player in the world, but is he going to play enough games? Really? Like I, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's enough to make KD the odds on favor and. Whenever you're splitting time with other superstars like that, I do feel like James Harden's going to take away a little bit. Like, KD's going to be incredible. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to go with Luka. Okay. Um, I'll make a little bit of a shocker pick here, and I'm I'm just going to play into recent narratives. Uh, With the whole Ben Simmons saga, with him being out, um, obviously we know that uh, that's going to mean more touches for Joel Embiid, and he's going to have to step up to the plate and accept the challenge this year when it comes to leading this team. So, um, although I didn't have them in my top four, uh, just because I, I still kind of doubt it, but I think that this could be a surprise guy. And Embiid does put up the numbers. He does put up the like, – he just has these ball performances. Um, I think he's a little bit underrated to a certain degree, but Embiid coming in um, and winning the MVP, I could see it happening. Um, so I'll, I'll take him for this year. Um, that was my second choice. Do what? That was your second choice? Uh, okay. That was my second choice. Yeah. All right, rookie of the year, Jackson. Uh, I mean, I'm – I pit, you know, in one of my team previews that I did this year, I picked Cade Cunningham. But the more I've thought about it, I, I, I'm going to go with Jalen Green. I, I think he's going to have a little bit more opportunity, and I I like him a little bit more as a scorer right now. And I think Houston, weirdly enough, could win more games. Uh, they're not going to be good, but like I I think they he'll put up some more highlights. Um, uh, give give me Jalen Green. All right, Torres. Well, he took my pick because I was going with Jalen Green as well. You look at Houston. What does Houston really have? You know, you know, I think he's just going to be the man at the at the forefront. He's going to have to be the man to do all the work. And I think being in that case, you know, being in that scenario, why not? How not? You can get work. Think about rookie of the year. You don't really necessarily have to have a really good record. It's all about your play. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like that's one thing that can help Jalen Green. We got to see with Cade though. I think Cade. You know, I think some people, some people start to sleep on Cade a little bit. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. No Tyler did make his little fantasy league draft with him, but I. You know, we can't sleep on it too much, but we'll see. We'll yeah, see. so you, so you yeah. like Jalen? I got Jalen. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Cade. I know there's a question about who's going to kind of take the the reins um, up there in Detroit, but I, I think they drafted a number one for a reason. I think he's an absolute stud. Um, I think they're going to let this guy kind of run the show. Uh, that They drafted him for a reason. I think he's going to be the centerpiece of this team moving forward. I think they give him all the opportunity in the world. So I'm going to go Cade, even though I know it's the chalky pick. I'll go with uh, with Cade there. All right, most improved player. I'll kick us off here. Uh, most improved player, man. So th- this one's this one could be pretty tough from time to time. Oh man. So um, I'll go with the favorite here, man. And, and I know that's another, like I said, chalky kind of play. But uh, Michael Porter Jr. Um, of the Denver Nuggets with Jamal Murray starting the season off. Um, you know he's going to be he's going to be out to start the season if I'm not mistaken, right? I mean he's still kind of dealing with the injury. Michael Porter Jr. has got to step, step into that uh, position where he's going to have to take on uh, more of the load. He's going to shoulder more of the load um, beside Jokic. And, you know, we've seen him step up in the playoffs. He was able to have some really good games. Um, he has the pedigree. We know that for a fact. He's got the talent. And um, I think he can be that next guy up uh, to, to win this award, you know, to be the most improved. Uh, he's got no choice. You know, he's got to step into that role. So I think I'm going to go with Michael Porter Jr. here. What do you got, Jackson? So 
I think he's the the obvious answer because just his role is going to really increase with Jamal Murray being out. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go a little bit off here, and this again was going back to pick a, t- a team I think that's going to be better than people think and be a borderline playing team. And I'm gonna go with Darius Garland for for Cleveland. I I think at the end of the year he really started to come on, and I, I think he's going to take control. I think Colin Sexton's more of a scorer. I think Darius Garland's do a lot more facilitating, and I think getting guys like Evan Mobley, if Kevin Love could just do something, that would be great. And I, I, I think Darius Garland's going to get it this year. Okay, Torres. Um, I really don't know. I really, I legit do, do not know, and I'm trying to. I'll read you some the top guys. So you got Michael Porter Jr., Kevin Porter Jr., Shy Gilgis Alexander. Colin Sexton, Jaron Jackson, Jordan Poole, Zion Williamson, and Christian Wood. Those are your top eight right there. Okay, okay, okay. Um, hmm, Zion, I can I can see some improvement with him. Um, yeah. he, he is he's starting, and I call it Sexton. I would like to see that as well. I mean, you know, because Colin, he he is growing. He's starting to really come into his play, man. He's he's mm-hmm. really starting. He plays really confident. That's what I like. Him. Yeah, he, he does. Really confident. Um. But Zion, man, I mean, you got to remember, he, he's been held back a little bit. You know, he's had a few injuries. If there's any season where you got to let the leash off the dog, I think this is one of those years. So, uh, what is his third season is coming up here? Uh, so yes, it's third, so. Yeah, it's his third season. So, I think now the leash is off. You got to let him play. I can see Zion being in one of those contenders. So, yeah, give me Zion. I like that. All right. All right. Coach of the year. Torres, uh, kick us off on this one. Who you got being the coach of the year in the NBA? Coach of the year, this is gonna be a good one, man. Um, it depends on how certain people know how to utilize their team. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with my own team. I'm gonna go with Jason Kidd. Yes, sir. Ballsy, very ballsy. I like it. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna uh, get those maps right. He's gonna have them playing better than, probably better than ever. I think I think he's going to be able to get those guys playing instantly. Uh, I'm gonna get Jason Kidd. Cool. All right, Jackson. Oh, I'm gonna continue the homerism. I'm gonna go Nate McMillan. I, I think if the Hawks really do get third in the East, I, I think he'll be up there. Um, you know, Quinn Snyder's been up for it. I mean, has has he won it? Um, like either either he's won it. Oh, golly, I'll have to look here. You keep going. So my, my point being is those teams I have at the top, they've either had coaches that have won it or are going to be up there before. So, I, you know, McMillan had won it. I think if they finished third in the East and, you know, he could have made a case last year. I don't think he should have won it just because he didn't coach as many games as the other guys. But, you know, the the turnaround they had, and I, I, th- I think McMillan will get it this year. All right. Who won it last year? Uh, I know Thibodeau. Yeah, Thibodeau did. Yeah. Um, Quinn Snyder actually hasn't won. He won it in the G League when he was a coach, but he hasn't won it since becoming um, you know, head coach of the in the NBA. Um, let's see here. So I guess with this one, mm, this might be a year where he gets it, but I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Billy Donovan, uh with that Chicago Bulls team. I'll go with Billy Donovan. We all know he's a good coach. Um, or at least I consider him a pretty good coach. I mean, we, we've seen him do good things with uh, with Les. I mean, a few years ago, uh, remember when Chris Paul was uh, sent to Oklahoma City to to die? Uh, they ended up uh, making the playoffs somehow, and uh, you know Billy Donovan was was partially because of you know him. Um, so I mean, I think he can definitely do more with this team. We we damned out the talent they got this year, so uh, I think he's got the pieces to make this be a success. So uh, I'll go with Billy Donovan. All right, so, Jackson, you were alluding to this one earlier, but six-man of the year. 
Give me red velvet. It's going to be Kevin okay. Hurd. Um, you know, he really came into his own in the playoffs. I mean, he literally saved Atlanta season in that game seven against the Sixers. And uh, his shot create – I mean, he, he's become a really good passer. He's improved a lot as a defender. I mean, it's really been nice to see him grow because I, I wasn't very high on him when we drafted him. And after his rookie season, he, he was a he was a terrible defensive player and his shot was just kind of off. But now he, he's really grown into it. I think he's going to get the minutes to get it. He's going to have the shots to get it. Give me Kevin Herter. Nice, nice. I'll go with – let's see. I'll go with Patty Mills, another one I was referencing earlier. I think he can step into that role um, in Brooklyn, um, and he's going to be asked to do more now because of Kyrie being out. So, I, I think that uh, it's his for it's it's his for him to take. So, I, I think I'll have him being sixth man of the year this year. Uh, Torres. I like the Patty like Mills pick as well. Um, I did so forget that he also was uh, – Picked up by uh, Brooklyn, and yes, you're right. With uh, Kyrie being out currently, uh, he is his role will increase, and man, he's really he's lethal from the outside, and he's really good at uh, uh, being active on the court. So I like Patty Mills. Give me him. I like him as well. Oh. Now, how old is Pat? Pat is about what thirty two. Patty's in his thirties now. Yeah, he's in he's in his thirties. Uh, he's no spring chicken, that's for sure. No, uh, let me see here. I might I might actually look that up. Let's see, Patty Mills' age. Let's see, thirty three years. So you were very thirty three. Okay, I knew. I'm yeah. yeah. All right. So last award here, guys, and then we'll, we'll we'll end this thing off. Defensive Player of the Year. I'll kick us off here. Um, I'm gonna go with Anthony Davis this year. I think we see Anthony Davis come back to have a great year. I know he had the injury stuff last year. I think this is the first year that we, um, you know, with, with the Lakers where we start to see him actually, um, you know, he's had the rest now. He didn't ju- have to jump straight from one season to the other and get no rest in between. Now he's had that rest to kind of chill, relax, rehab, get right. And I think that this year with the amount of superstar talent that they have, they'll be able to kind of rest them along the way and um, not push them to the brink um, like we've seen them do um, in the past. So I think Anthony Davis, we know that the talent there, talent's there. We know the athleticism is there. Um, we know how much of a beast this guy can be when healthy. I think this will be the year that he gets it done. Uh, to me, he probably deserved it a couple of years ago when Giannis won it. Uh, but I think Anthony Davis comes back and gets this one this year. What do you think, Jackson? So I'm going to go with another kind of somewhat dark horse pick, and I'm going to go Bam out of bio. I, I think he really grew defensively. I mean, he's always been good defensively, but I think he really took a leap last year. Um, I'm kind of just leaving it at that. You know, I, see, I picked Ben Simmons last year, and I felt good about that because I actually I think Ben Simmons is the best one-on-one defender in the NBA, but, I mean, I can't trust yeah. that right now, so give me Bam. Mm-mm. All right, Torres, last but not least, let's go to you. I'm going to go with since they're going to have number one seed, Rudy Gobert. Um, I, I, you can, I mean, you can't go wrong with Rudy. The man that runs he's, it. He's won, what, two out of the past four? Something um, like that. He's won a lot. He's lethal, man. So, uh, that's one thing. I mean, he's going to get those blocks per game, man. It's crazy. But uh, I, I'm going to go with Rudy Gobert now. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's all I've got. Did you guys have anything else y'all wanted to add to today's episode? I mean, I guess, you know, if we're going to give out cha- – we're giving out championship picks. Yeah, yeah, championship. Let's do it. Yeah, I forgot all about it. Go ahead. Oh, I'm, I got the Bucks coming out of the East, and then I've got – and this does not make me comfortable. I've got Utah coming out of the West. And give give wow. me Bucks and six. Bucks repeat. Bucks and six. Bucks and a repeat. Okay. All right, all right. Torres, what about you? All right. You said Clippers. This is double-double, Okay. So if Kyrie is able to play, if he is able yeah. to play, here we go. Here we go with the 
That's right. The Nets, <laughs> able to, the Nets are going to win the title. Yes, if he is able to play. But if not, I'm also going with the Bucks. I'm going to want to see a Bucks versus Lakers finals. And I think uh, this is what's going to put Giannis in that. Okay, he's he's amongst the all-time great guys. Uh, he's able to finally dethrone the king himself. And I think he can do that in a six-game series or seven. So give me Giannis, the Bucks against the Lakers in six. Okay. All right. Um, woo. All right. I'm going to go. I think I say we get the, the matchup we've been wanting. I say we get the matchup that we wanted all last year. I say we get Lakers-Nets. I think that uh, – KD was about to pull it off by himself last year. If he was just a few inches behind, you know, just, just a few inches off of where he was, we, we wouldn't be talking about what we're talking about, you know, today. Um, they would have been moving on and and not the the Bucks. So I think this year KD gets it done, um, and then they're going to go on to face the Lakers. And you know who I got rolling out of that? I got the Lakers winning the chip, man. They, they, they got this this year, man. I, li- I love the talent. I love the team. Um, I think they got what it takes, and um, I said they they bring it back and uh, win another one. So LeBron gets his fifth. That's what I got. I don't see that happening. I, I, I really don't see. It. I, I don't see what you say. <laughs> I literally don't ever see him winning another one. I really don't. Like I see him winning. Like I saw him winning his four. I knew he would win one with the Lakers. I did. I, I knew he would win one. He's about to win two. But I don't see him win multiple with the Lakers. I, I really don't. I do not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, to me, his stint is going to be very similar like Cleveland. He gets that one. It was special, monumental. He won that one for Cleveland. He won the one for the Lakers for Kobe. But I don't. Now he's just going to be a good player for the rest of the for the time being. But he's not. I don't see. He's not. Winning. All right. All right. Well, well, as the old saying goes, only time will tell. So we're going to see how this one goes. Uh-huh. I'll just stop. My last point I'll make is like I'm going to go with him if if Kyrie plays. Go ahead and hang the championship banner up. Like there's saying, yeah, it's not even going to be close. No team will take them to six. All right, all right. Well, that's it for today, uh, Jackson. Any last things from you before we break this thing down? No, go Hawks. Go Hawks. There we go. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening in. Thank you, uh, Jackson, for joining us today on the show, taking time out of your day to come on. Um, thank you guys for listening out there. Continue to uh, give us those listens on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere uh, podcasts are located. Uh, give us a follow over on Twitter at the TNT Podcast and over on Instagram at TT underscore podcast. All the likes, the retweets, the shares, all that good stuff. We enjoy it. We appreciate it. Uh, so continue to do that. And, um, you know, we're – We've been saying this for for a while now, man. We got football already. Now we're jumping into basketball. Now there's a ton of content to go through. So um, you know we're all about it. We're gonna keep making this stuff happen. So uh, we appreciate all you guys do, and thank you for listening in. And with that being said, we'll see you next time. Boom boom. <laughs>